welcome to episode four of our discipleship podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about one of our core values, pursuing God. Uh, my name is Nikki Brown, and today I have Michael, our worship pastor, joining us today. You want to say hey? Hey. hey. Um, so over the last couple of weeks, we've talked a little bit about um, our mission statement. And here last week, we said um, what our core values are and just looking into core values as they help us like be guideposts that keep us on mission. So our mission here at Good News is to help people build their lives on the reality of Jesus Christ. And as followers of Jesus, we see that we are not only to build our lives on Jesus, but that we're called as his disciples to make disciples and help other people build their lives on him as well. So one way we hold ourselves to that mission is to look at the way that Jesus lived his life. And we see that in all things, Jesus was pursuing God, building community and living generously. And so his life essentially has led us to these core values. And so um, Mikey's going to take a little, oh, I, I call him Mikey sometimes. He's, <laughs> he's my friend. We've been doing ministry <laughs> together for like years. Um, so uh, he's here to talk a little bit about this with us. So um, Michael, just off the top of your head, without expounding, what usually comes to mind um, when you think of pursuing God? Um, if I could say it as simply as possible, it's just... Uh, you know, love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind and love, you know, others as yourself. Awesome. I think sometimes, like for me, like just surface levels, like, oh, let's pursue God. So I'll go to a Bible study or I will come to Sunday worship. And I think sometimes um, there's such a greater meaning of this, especially for our hearts and our lifestyle, that it's not um, minimized to just a place or a task, but that it's, yeah. it's like an, an embodiment of who we are as followers of yeah. God. So, yeah. um, I love this quote that J.S. Park said, he said, pursuing God is all about more and more realizing that he has been pursuing you all along. How could you add to or affirm that statement? You know, we have uh, such a rich heritage um, as, as a Methodist church and as Wesleyans. And, um, you know, John Wesley did a really good job of explaining this, um, this idea of pursuing God in, in the forms of grace. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and really, you know, he, he said he called them movements or really experiences of grace. Uh, and so first we have prevenient grace. You know, it's this grace that goes before this, um, this idea that while we were still sinners, Christ died on our behalf, you know, um, that before we ever believed in him, he was working in our lives to draw us to himself. And the second is this uh, justifying grace, um, this pardon for sin because of what Jesus did, mm-hmm. um, because he did um, die on the cross and, and raised to life and, and conquered death on our behalf. And then the third is that we've been bestowed with the Holy Spirit um, and it's, he, he's making us new. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have this sanctifying grace um, that the Holy Spirit is working in us and is perfecting us to look more like Jesus. Amen. So you're saying like in the pursuit of us pursuing God, we turn around and we look, wow, God has actually initiated this. He, like uh, the passage says, we love because he first loved us. So this isn't something that we initiated. It's this prevenient grace that God has gone before. We even had a thought of him in our life. Like he was coming after us. Right. Um, And that pursuit of him after us doesn't stop at any point Mm -hmm. of uh, of our relationship or or at any point of us knowing or not knowing him. You know, it's, it's for all people. He's, 
Um, so I'm big into definitions, and I, I looked up the word pursue, and I think it gives me like a more visual image. Um, and it says it's defined as following someone or something in order to catch or attack them. And I just think of like us like going after God, you know, like with everything in us where there's this pursuit, this chase, this, this um, you know, almost reckless abandonment to just go after this being. And, and I, you know, when I think of us doing that and what we just talked about, like that's what God has done for us, yeah. right? Like, yeah. um, and so, you know, you mentioned that passage in Matthew 22, 37, 39, that says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, um, and love your neighbor as yourself. And in there, they use the word um, for love is the word agape. They do a different one if you go straight to strange. Listen, I don't know how to say that. Do you know how to say that? <laughs> I think it's, uh, I, I, I'm not even going to try. We're being recorded right now. <laughs> oh, okay. No one will butcher that on air. Um, but anyways, so... I love that the Greek language has more than one um, specifically defined word um, for the word love. Then the English language just says this is love. But like in the Greek, there's different con- like words to define different mm. expressions of love. Yeah. And so tell us a little bit more about the significance of agape love. Well, I think it's funny that in, in English, love is such like a dynamic word in the sense that depending on the context that you're using it, it could be mean anything really right Mm -hmm. like I really 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 love and I can say with confidence that I really love a cha-cha chipotle pizza from pizza (laughs) by the sea right okay like I eat it every Sunday I love it like I I will not move away from that because I love a cha-cha chipotle pizza with all my heart but I also (laughs) love my family my wife and my daughters and if I were to use that word and it it was it was an absolute in the sense that I love Cha Cha Chipotle pizza the same that I love my mm. wife and my children. Like that wouldn't make sense, yeah, right? Like right. that that's a little shallow. Um <laughs> you, you would have to do a little bit of uh, uh you know introspection in that to to find out what the heck is going on that you like pizza the same as you like your family or love your family. <laughs> And so uh, that's why I think in the Greek, it's really helpful that we get these four distinctions, you know, and I'm not going to say the words because they're in Greek, but, um, you know, we get these, these levels of love, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and on the top is this, this idea of agape love and, and something, you know, that uh, uh, it, it pertains to God's relationship to us. And so something mm-hmm. that, that it's it, really important in that is that agape love is the ultimate it's the highest understanding of love yeah. you know it's the deep the self-emptying you know the self-sacrificial love you know it, and, it, and it's with that love that Jesus came um, and died on our behalf because he emptied himself mm-hmm. you know of, of everything so that we would actually have a right relationship with God and mm-hmm. so that's the ultimate pursuit in the sense that there is nothing that will keep me away from mine, my child, my, Mm -hmm. my, you know, he has called us sons and daughters and it is by Jesus's grace, the, um, you know, by that, that justifying grace that we talked about a minute ago that, um, that he, he demonstrated this agape love in the sense that he emptied himself so that we could be right, so that we could Mm -hmm. have a relationship with God in the first place, because before we just couldn't. Yeah. You know, I, I heard someone speak about this the other day and I can't remember who, I hate not to be able to give credit, but they said that um, 
where every other love ends is where Jesus talks about loving your enemies and mm. praying for those who persecute you. That, yeah. that is that agape love that crosses the boundary of what is preferential for me, what is comfortable for me, what is, what is even coming back at me. But when you can cross the line and love your enemies and bless those who persecute you and even Jesus open armed on the cross saying, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. Like mm-hmm. that yeah. is agape. Right? Yeah. Yeah. The Bible project has an incredible video on that. If you go to the bibleproject.com and just in the search bar put agape um, it's part of their advent series and and they do a wonderful job um, just uh, as an illustration to explain what that is and in a central theme and that whole thing is that um, agape love is you know doing for your enemies what you would do for those that mm-hmm. are close to you your family mm-hmm. or whatever you're turning the other cheek and all of that because it supersedes yeah. you know it supersedes all of the you know the conditions that we like to put on on love sometimes yeah it's like that, that total idea of the upside down kingdom of heaven mm. doesn't make sense to the, the ways of the world. Yeah. Um, so, wow, we just got deep, which is good, good stuff. Um, but I, I did also want to ask what you think about this. Like in our pursuit of God, would you say that it's a, a good place to start is to just learn how to accept and receive God's great love for you, just to acknowledge this relentless and his untiring pursuit of you. Um, you know, I know personally, I think I could spend the rest of my life on, on accepting that reality. Yeah. yeah. I think, you know, (laughs) Jesus told us to give us or give him our burden. Mm. Um, and because his, his yoke is easy and it's light and ours is heavy. Mm -hmm. Um, and so when, when we think about our relationship with God and being right with him, uh, ultimately it's giving up ourselves for, you know, the benefit of a relationship and, and thus getting a light burden. We're getting, Mm. we're getting the goodness, you know, the, the, the help from the Holy Spirit. We're, we're getting that, um, uh, that, that good relationship, the easiness, the, the Mm. lightness of heart, the joy that, you know, surpasses the peace that surpasses all understanding, the joy that doesn't necessarily make sense. We get all of those things, um, when, uh, we acknowledge that he loves us and that he relentlessly pursued us. And then whenever we accept that, we enter into this place to where those burdens don't seem so heavy anymore. Mm-hmm. Chains fall off, you know, mm-hmm. addictions Amen. are broken. All of those things um, are no longer uh, relevant. We still war against them, but they're yeah. not as relevant as they were before because of the power of who he is, because he's going to pick that up. Yeah, it's like that song lyric, um, turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face, and the things of the earth grow strangely dim yeah, in the light yeah. of his glory and grace. And right. it's like, wow, you changed everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that song, like, we don't see in the Bible that things are going to go strangely dim, that, like, mm. our perspective, whenever we whenever we put it on Jesus to pursue him more, you know, it's kind of like whenever you stare at a TV screen or a piece of paper for a really long time, um, you know, or those things that went around on MySpace or emails for a long time, <laughs> yeah. you know, you stare at them, and then you look at a white wall, and you see, like, see this silhouette else. of something yeah. or whatever. Or, you know, if you just stare in one direction without blinking for a long period of time, like, everything else starts to dim and your focus mm-hmm. gets like laser focused on what the thing that you're looking at. If you, yeah. you know, if you just would keep your eyes open for a minute and a half yeah. or something like that. Yeah. So I know, um, just to get really practical with people, um, you know, I think that we want to understand more what it means to pursue God. And I think, 
um, there's really practical things we can do. And I, and I would say even um, in different seasons of life, it can look different. But can you give just some simple ideas of what, what are some practices that people do? And, you know, not that this has to be what you do, but just some ideas for people. Sure. I mean, you know, first I have to say that, you know, there's a lot of different things that we could recommend here that would, that would benefit your relationship with God in the sense that you're pursuing him. Um, but the first, the, the, the main thing is that you have to find a community and be consistent in it. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you like your Christian life does not happen in a vacuum. Um, not to mention that we are, uh, you know, we're given evidence and we're given, uh, an example, uh, by the Trinity, you know, mm-hmm. God is in perfect community within himself, you know, yeah. with the father, the son and the Holy spirit. And so we follow that example, um, by being in communion with other people. And, right. and, you know, in the new Testament tells us that the, the, the church, um, and community, you know, the church is the body of Christ, right? We mm-hmm. are, we are this like metaphorical representation of who Jesus is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if, if, like I said before, like you can't tell what a finger is if you just have a picture of a finger, um, without any context with it, you can't tell what a hand is and you know, uh, you can't, any of these things, like if, if, and it's pointless, right? right, It's pointless unless it's, that's exactly right. It has no job. Like, you know, I think of that, that weird movie, uh, it's Halloween time. So like that weird movie (laughs) with the hand, you know, that's crawling around, but like, you know, like it has no purpose. Like you, you have, you're, you're part of a larger body. You Mm -hmm. are grafted into a family and, and you're supposed to be part of this picture of who Jesus is. And so we can only see, uh, Jesus in, in all of his glory if it's in community and and if it's mirroring that idea that, that the Trinity is in perfect community within themselves, if we're not, if we're not participating in that, Mm -hmm. then, you know, then, then it's going to be really hard for us to grow. Um, because we don't know, we don't have any measurements. We don't, we don't have anybody pushing us forward or anything like that. Yeah. I think too, like, as you say that, like just remembering that we were created in the image of God. And Mm. if, if we're to be a reflection of him and he exists in community and he created the body for us to be, you know, Christ is the head and we are in, in part of that, you know, that we, we need to exist in community as well. And I think we, you know, just I saying socializing is different than pursuing God through community, right? right? That right. those, I mean, not that socializing is bad in and of itself, but there's a difference mm-hmm. of what you would do and what you would accomplish right. or whatever. Right. Yeah. Christian community is, is, uh, is bigger than what we, we, you know, you have your small communities, you know, the places that you grew up, your sports teams or, or the things that mm-hmm. you're, you, you're a part of growing up and you're a part of a community. Uh, but this is altogether different because you're, you're praying together. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're diving into scripture together. You're learning together. You're holding each other accountable to, you know, uh, to what you say, mm-hmm. uh, who you say you're going to be. And mm-hmm. you're, you're honest with each other. You know, you're not holding anything back in Christian community. And so that's, that's altogether different than what the world would tell us, um, you know, good community is because yeah. we, it, it goes deeper. Um, and, and, really whenever it comes down to it that that takes commitment it takes consistency you know over a little bit of time and sometimes that can be painful but the reality is the holy spirit will begin to work in that and that yoke Mm -hmm. you know that thing that that burden will will seem so much easier because your relationships will be so much deeper i think too like it requires that agape love that love that recognizes we're the family of god um you know and that, that it, it requires agape love to persist in that kind of covenant mm. relationship with people um, to love them well. So 
Well, this has been awesome. I love talking about pursuing God, and by no means is this the exhaustive discussion on pursuing <laughs> God. But um, thank you guys for listening with us today. Um, I want to just give you a couple questions that might um, just spark some ideas and give you a reference point for where you are with this. So um, first question is maybe just ask yourself, how do I pursue God? How do I pursue God? And, and look back and, and how have I pursued God in the past? Has this changed? Is this, does this look like a relationship or is this a set of works? Um, how does God pursue you? Sit down, think about it. Think about ways that God's moved in your life and come after you, people he sent. Um, it's just good to remember those things. Also, in light of some of our discussion today, try pursuing God in a new way this week. Um, Look into some of the spiritual disciplines, different ways of being in community or being in community for the purpose of discussing God in your faith. Um, and always, if you ever have any questions or you ever want me to pray with you, that's something I love to do. Don't hesitate to reach out. My email is Nikki at goodnewsumc.net. I love hearing from you guys. Well, thanks, Mikey. Do you mind giving us a quick prayer to just send us off? Absolutely. Uh, Lord, may we follow hard after you. Uh, may we consider the world uh, something that we are moving from and that we uh, are pushing into who you are. Mm -hmm. God, show us yourself. Um, at, the be at the beginning of this pursuit is the fact that you um, pursued us. And so, Lord, may we return that. Uh, may we uh, uh, give you our yoke. May mm -hmm. we... Uh, may we, you know, enter into who you are in your presence. And so, mm -hmm. Father, I pray that uh, that you would do that for us, and I pray that for us as a church that that's what we would be about, mm -hmm. um, that we would be people who are stamped by um, our pursuit of who you are in, in, you know, in private, in public, in community, um, as a corporate body, um, that we would be pushing hard to see you, to know you, and to hear from mm -hmm. you on a consistent basis. And so we pray this in your name, Jesus. You guys have a great rest of your day.